Hi everyone, welcome to today's Daily Bread Prophetically Driven Encouragement, Words of Wisdom, Food for Thought. These are a few things, Father God, I've been having me think about. You know, like, when you are on your journey, transitioning into greatness, transitioning into whatever it is that your endeavor leading you is leading you to, You want to, as you're, as you're elevating and moving up and gaining increased in your promised land or Father God is blessing more authority or more favor, more abundance or wealth upon your life, you want to make sure you are being aware of your heart position and in your thoughts and also being aware that father God said he has no respecter of basically man or woman. So even though he called us chosen, that means he love us, but that don't like he called us chosen, but we chose him back. And then the ones who are putting in the work and effort and doing their best to be of righteous standing to father God and finding out what righteousness is to father God. When you realize you're in a sin and you repent doing your best to turn away from it, meaning don't keep going back to it and thinking that you just going to keep repenting. And that's what's going to get you in good standing with father God. Like, you know, you, when father God is teaching you, he expects for you to use the wisdom that he is teaching you. So when, when you know you were supposed to get in trouble, but he spares you, that means you take heed to not doing whatever got you in trouble in the first place. Because he's not going to keep running to our rescue if we're going to keep doing the same thing or making the same mistake without even trying to acknowledge it as error or a mistake. Like, yeah, he called you chosen. And chosen is mainly specifically, in my opinion, you're chosen for for specific positions in life. You're chosen for specific missions. Whatever it is for you and Father God, he got something that he has a chosen purpose for you. You get what I'm saying? But it, it doesn't make you better than anyone. He literally said he has no favor, favorable man or respecter of man. So his love for you is just unconditional. He loves you that much that he will go to war for you. He will arise and, and fight your battles and take you from victory to victory. But you can't use him. You can't You can't use that as you're better than someone because you can get a prayer answered than someone faster than someone else maybe can or because he bestowed favor or wealth or whatever it is that he bestowed upon you that he didn't give to another person. It doesn't mean that you're better than the person he didn't bless with it right so if it's high ranks or positionings that he blessed you with of course you are honored that he blessed and bestowed it upon you right but it does it doesn't make you better than the person who ranks lesser than you all it just means is they they had to put in the work with father god so that they can grow from elevation to elevation and be able to reach reach higher ranks 
and positioning with Father God as he leads them in their divine timing with him. You get what I'm trying to say? But it doesn't make you better than if you go up and you keep moving up in elevation and in your mindset, you just think that, oh, I'm his favorite and I'm better than because he placed me in this position. It makes you become of arrogance and of pride, right? And we all fall short, but if he put you up, if he put you at the head and you have that mentality and you never try to work on it, that is what what's in you is going to flow down to the people who is learning from you, the people who are up under you. So you don't want to have the mentality that you're better than because then if everybody get the mentality that everybody is better than, who was having a compassionate heart for the people God need the compassionate heart to be given to? You get what I'm saying? Everybody is not um, having problems financially or having a hard time to get breakthrough because they were participating in sin or because Father God is um, judging them. You getting what I'm saying? So when you go in, you got to be careful how you perceiving it, how you judging other people and not looking at what you have been blessed with as though. You are of righteous standing because you have it. Because that's the mistake. Because then you would think that, oh, the person who you perceive to be your enemy, they ain't growing as fast as you. Or you seen them drop from a certain numbers of elevation where now they get lesser. That doesn't mean that Father God is favoring or that doesn't mean that you are better than that person. You get what I'm saying? That means that it is your time. It's the, the table has turned in your favor favor at that time and either they ain't doing something that's supposed to be done in their life with father god by showing father god something or that's just now it's their season to receive less than because there's a time and season for everything in all seasons you might not reap abundance of breakthrough some seasons are different than others and then sometimes it's how much were you planting of righteousness and righteous seeds in your harvest or into your garden? Or how much did the enemy come and flood your garden and ravish your garden by you being distracted, um, not focused, or by you allowing yourself to be in a victimizing mind state? Not saying that what people do against you was not okay. Or is okay, I mean, but how long you stay there and how you keep reacting and how you choose to react after have gone through it, it shows what you, how you choose to, who you choose to turn yourself into. Because at the end of the day, even when we go through things, we have a choice of whether, whether, how we going to react and carry it in life. Are we going to go through it, see it for what it is? Try our best to deal with it. No, it's not going to always be easy, but uh, do you let it make you an evil person? Do you let it make you a bitter person? Or do you, if you was a nice, loving person all the time, do you let it make you cold-hearted to everybody? When it, you know, it made it seem like everybody was coming against you, but it really wasn't everybody. But now will you treat everybody as though they were the ones who came against you? And then are you still holding on to that time when everybody was coming against you? Because if you're holding on to it and you got a grudge against it, that means you ain't dealing with it. 
which means it's going to affect other areas of your life and you holding on the grudge to it. Every time the enemy uses that to provoke you, you're going to you're going to fall to the provocation of it. And then he ain't going to just provoke you in the same manner. He's going to dress it up a little bit different every time. And if he keep doing that when it's breakthrough time, breakthrough season then for you, then you wondering why your breakthrough is delayed because you ain't letting go of what you got to let go of. After the persecution season is over, you then have to manage the emotions that you have felt when you was going through persecution season. Not gloss over them and then let everybody make everybody think that you're okay. Like it did not affect you at all. Like don't mask that it hurt you. Because you don't want to make, you don't want to come out false light. When you, when God allow you persecution, it's meant to refine, refine. How you say refine you, and and it's kind of like going through the furnace. You get what I'm saying? And it's supposed to be burnt off for you when you come out a new individual, a new person, better than who you were. Though the person who you come out, you may not. Everybody who who knew you before may not like the new person because depending on how you were before you went in, you get what I'm trying to say. Everybody may not like the new version of you, but you want to make sure the new version of you is a true version of you. It's not false light. You're not putting on for the city. You're not just trying to make everybody want to accept you. You want to be genuine in who you are. I don't like in my opinion, I don't think nobody is perfect because we all fall short and it's like it's always something to work on within you that you can get better or you can do better. You get what I'm saying? Nobody is on the same exact page in life, like on the same exact on the same exact. I don't know how to say it, but nobody is on the same exact page that's the only way I can say it because your life is different like you can have two mothers who have the same amount of children but their life is they got those two likings like they got the same amount of children you know they're they may be a wife they are mothers they may have a job or one may have a job one may not have a job because whatever is different about your life but I say all that to say just be aware of you, how you handling things. You can't bury it because if you bury it later on, when that's like adding a blind slide, a blind area to your own life because it becomes like a ticking time bomb. You're never dealing with the toxicness, so it's just like going to keep feeding that thing that you're buried. You get what I'm saying? So then... At the most and one of the most important parts or times in your life when breakthrough really is right there, or when elevation is right there, or opportunity really is right there, you exploding, and now the people who was thinking about choosing you or opening the door for you, they like, nah, I gotta close this door because I can't have that type of aggression. I don't know how stable they are mentally because they acted like that. Like you get what I'm saying, and then you have to take accountability that. Even though the person, whoever whoever was getting on your nerves or whatever they did, even if whatever they did was truly 
to get you out of character on their own end. God going to deal with them, but he's still going to deal with you because you allowed it. And then he told us to be aware. You get what I'm saying? So if you being aware and he told us to move with wisdom and with caution. So if he told you you got a breakthrough, if he told you he got things for you, if he told you he elevating you, if he told you, you know, he has you on a journey or whatever it is. And that means he has an expectation of you being able to withhold reactions that you want certain reactions when you want to when you want to act out an aggression you able to have rulership over your soul that's how you have full authority that's how you are and that's how you are able to have full authority and dominion and rulership over the demons and able to cast them down you understand because if you can't withhold how you react to somebody provoking you, then when the end, when the demon comes to provoke you or rise up in somebody else, you won't be able to cast the demon down because you're holding on to a demon within yourself that you're not even conquering and taking rulership over. You got to be able to take rulership over it, which means you know you can take rulership over the demons or the enemies who come against you, the, which means the dark entity in the dark entities and demons that rise up in people. If you can guard your mouth when the enemy is trying to provoke you, when you can turn the other cheek and walk the other way when the enemy is trying to get you out of character to fight or to get you to be seen as what you're not by provoking you to anger. You get what I'm saying? So, and then that's another thing when you're going through in life, you want to be aware that you know you're mad, you know the stuff that may be getting on your nerves, but again, don't bury it, deal with it, because while you're going through it, that's when the enemy be wanting to add more burdens on your back so that you can explode to get out of character. So while you're in the season of feeling burdened, you got to learn how to release the burdens to Father God. And it's it's easier said than done. But when you know that it's, it's a situation that's burdensome, and if you really have faith and belief in Father God, like you said, if you can really just go to him, pray about it, and tell him you release it, and the feeling that you know is going to get took care of because that's how strong your belief is in Father God. He going to make a way for you as long as you're doing your part, right? So if you asking Father God that you need more finances or whatever, you're doing your part to find a job or come up with ideas that you can become your own business owner, and actually doing something about it, not just sitting on ideas or continuously thinking on it or you get or just continuously stuck on the vision part but never putting in the works. Because yeah, he can answer your prayer, but like it's not it 
Sometimes he blesses people where it just happens to come to fruition for them. But nine times out of ten, they put in the work and the effort somewhere, or that was just the blessing God chose to bless them with that favor or that type of blessing. But for the most part, you, for whatever you're asking for, faith without works is nothing. So you can't ask him to make your business owner or or um, make your name great. If you're not going to put in the effort behind it by doing the righteous things that get you the positive and not doing stuff that's going to get you like negative, um, I would say negative recognition, recognition. Don't put yourself out in degrading ways and expect to get like respectful recognition because you gonna you reap what you sow, right? And then and just because you see someone else maybe being a degrading type of um showing themselves or flashing themselves in a degrading way, and you see it become it's a success for them. You don't do what you see them doing and think that it's supposed to get you them same type of results. Because are you even doing it for the same reasons? Or are you even that type of individual for you to be doing it like that? And then what type of recognition are you trying to receive? Is it going to benefit you for what you, where you're trying to go? Is it safe? You get what I mean? But you need to be aware when you when you are, in my opinion, when it comes to you praying, don't keep praying against the, don't pray against the same enemy all the time. Like if somebody is coming against you, you want to, how can I say, you don't want to be. Just praying against someone. Pray against the demons that are coming against you. I guess that sounds weird to people. But I don't see how you would be listening to stuff like this if that type of stuff sounds weird. But like, pray against the demons or the negative entities that are coming against you. Because those people who are coming against you, they you being used by a demon. So you can ask God to destroy those people if you want to, right? You're going to reap consequences for, for it regardless. Like, because you, you, he told you he had, he gave you dominion, dominion and rulership over the demons and principalities and all of that stuff, right? And if you never tell him to strike down those demons, but you quickly tell him to strike down a man or a woman, the demon is not, ain't going to do nothing but keep following you through different people, new jobs, wherever you go, them demons is going to activate in other people or rise up and other people jump and hop. And you're going to keep praying against God people, but you're going to ask, you're going to be expecting for Father God to have mercy on you when you mess up or when you act out in, in the times of aggression. You want him to have mercy on you to where you don't feel his wrath and vengeance. But if you only willing to hand other people over to wrath and vengeance, what do you expect Father God to do to you, right? This is why I say, focus, when you pray, you fight against demons because that is the focus that you, that's what you're trying to defeat. It's the demons that that 
are coming at you as counterfeit love. It's the demons. I mean, you might get mad at the man when he turn and he leave you, but did you do your part by searching a matter out, seeing if he was who he say he was, or did you move all fast, or did you take accountability on where you messed up, or are you just willing to put all the blame on him because he left you? Or because he got distracted by or seduced away. Like you get what I mean and now you just so focused on praying against him because you feel like he did you wrong or he played you the whole time. It's because you always move fast in relationships or you have a tendency to not find, start, reap, uh, look at all the facts in the people that you date. And they may, you may find yourself in a certain cycle of bad relationships or, or counterfeit love, but you're never praying against that demon of counterfeit love. you just praying against the man that hurt you, and you don't know that that negativity of your anger is manifesting in the people's lives, and then you wondering why Father God allowing stuff to happen in your life because you keep. You're not extending mercy to people who hurt you. It don't mean that they're going to get away with what they did. But at the end of the day, it's the demons or the entities or the principalities at the root cause of why they are doing what they're doing. Yeah, they're supposed to take their accountability, but that's going to come with each person in their timing. But you as Father God child... You got to know you're going to reap what you sow. So when your intentions, your intentions is never to see or bring down man or woman. Your intention is to bring down the demons because your intentions is supposed to keep your heart pure. If you keep moving in those type of ways of praying against people, you can, you can like activate a bloodthirstiness within you to where if anybody makes me mad, I'm going to basically call wrath and vengeance down on them. And then I'm going to watch them until I see them go into their demise or keep speaking it over them until I see it happening or I'm until I'm tired of speaking the negativity against them. Like, because how good is your heart if that's what you do? Like, you get what I mean? You want, them, you want your heart and your mouth to be able to match. Though, that don't mean that you got to, that doesn't mean that, you have to let people just do whatever they want to do or talk to you however they want to talk to you. It just means it's not what you do, it's how you do it at the end of the day. And just because you do it behind the scenes and ain't nobody seeing it don't make you that much better of a, of a person. You got to find your balance with praying the right way, which means your prayer focus is against demons and not people. If you saying backfire, divine reversal, we know that even when the enemy conjures stuff against you, if it is truly an enemy of darkness, that it came from the lake of fire. It came from hell. So backfire, return to cinder, boomerang backfire, you're going to go back to hell, right? You, it's up to you what you choose. It's up to you. How you choose to allow yourself to to be. Because you want to be perceived in, in pureness with Father God. Right? And you don't want to pervert your prayers. Or you don't want to pervert righteous intentions. You meaning to be. And you meaning to do it righteously. But it's perverted because it's you focusing on the be, the human person. Father God is going to deal with that person. According to the. To how he deal with them. But it's really the demon that your focus should be on. It's not the person.
But people be so focused on the man or the woman that the demon get to just the demon who is the real cause of what happened keep to be roaming free and jumping from person to person doing doing the exact same thing different people ravishing different people lives because everybody the most people attention be on the person who offended them and and but people be scared to conquer the demon or to address the demon by casting it down well, if I if you if you speak on it, then it's gonna be made manifest. Well, if it's already made manifest by people coming and rising up against you, that must mean that it's Father God is showing you that he, he allowing you to be tested. That means it's time for you to exert your spiritual authority. It's either you use your spiritual authority or you can lose it because. Using your spiritual authority not to be flexing or have power and authority over men and women or be trying to puppet or manipulate men and women. Because people, be, they quick to try to be manipulative to men and women, but they can't have, they can't take power and authority over the demons that come to torment them or afflict them or offend them or gang up on them. You get what I'm trying to say? It doesn't make you... Superman or no Power Ranger or whatever you want to call it. It just means you you read what you you taking heed to what Father God told you, gave power and authority over the, and rulership over evil and wickedness and all of that stuff. If you constantly feeding the flesh and pursuing flesh fleshly pursuits of pleasure, that means you are allowing the demon to siphon rulership powers and authority from you so then when they rise they're able to get you to be your will by way of your own power and authority given to you by father god but they're using it against you because you so easily to fall to either provocation of anger or lustful temptations or whatever it is because some people just got like shopping addictions or gambling addictions, whatever it is for you, the individual. But you got to be aware. Become more aware of what causes you to fall to temptation and work on that step by step, day by day. Before you try to become all-knowing and all-powerful and, and better than this person and, and, and reaching whatever elevation before that person. Learn yourself first. Conquer conquer your demons, your own demons first before you try to conquer someone else who's not even messing with you. Or because, see, that the enemy will get you on, on a stormy delusion of grandeur by pursuing someone to conquer them, to take them out when all you had to do was just do your best in your own lane. And use what you have learned thus far and express it. Why do you have to go tear down someone else in order to succeed in whatever it is you're you working on? Whenever you find yourself in the pursuit of tearing down somebody else, you better ask yourself what's driving you to do that. Father God got time when he expect for you to, depending on who you is and what what whatever you are spiritually with Father God, 
He got time where he got you to execute judgments and prophecies, prophecies of judgments. But he is the one that's going to be, it's going to be him that's going forth doing it. It ain't going to be by you. You just basically the messenger. You're the vessel. You're the voice. Don't become, don't, don't have like a God complex to where like, oh, it's you who are, who is doing it. And you are the most powerful one. Because see, when you do that, you might find yourself, if, well, if it's you that's doing it. So these people that's actually falling to what the judgment that Father God had executed, you're going to take the the consequences of that? No. So you don't make yourself God. Don't make yourself like it's you. He just you, he just chose you to be the vessel that he worked through. But it's him. Because he even said he the only judge. But he give you... He give you the ability to judge, but that's why you're supposed to learn how to do it righteously. Because then you go to moving as though you judging people unto death who ain't even supposed to be judged unto death. Oh, him telling some, a prophet to that have an executed prophecy, that's between him and that prophet or a messenger, right? But when it comes to like you yourself choosing that because the scripture says this, I'm going to say this to you because I'm tired of you coming against me. Like you getting what I'm trying to say? Like you got to check yourself so you don't have to reap the consequences of, of you doing it. Just because you did it out of lack of knowledge don't mean it's not going to be a consequence. Yeah, he'll have mercy on you, but it don't mean it's not going to be a consequence. And if you keep doing it and you get a self-righteous mindset to just think like, no, I'm right, and God got people trying to tell you, no, well, you need a, you, you an error, or is this, or they trying to tell you, but you just so prideful that nobody can't tell you nothing. You, you know how they be like, um, pride comes before the fall. You will find yourself in that situation. So it's always time. It's always good to take time away, find your balance, find balance from within. And make sure you moving in righteousness and not what you think righteousness is. Actually listen to people who have righteous words of edification versus people just telling you, oh, what your kingdom spouse is doing or how much they really, they going to come back and they coming back. Because if you want a relationship that bad, then you should want to work on yourself from within and learn out, learn who you are, your, your spiritual, physical identity way more than you want the kingdom spouse because if you get a kingdom spouse and you don't even know who you are how you or you don't even know how to not allow yourself to be conquered spiritually like if you don't learn how to have rulership over your soul it's only added pressure or added issues in the relationship because a lot of people walk around with trauma, traumatic issues, but they they just got to have a person to be in a relationship with more than they want to work on the traumatic issues. When your relationships will last longer if you worked on your traumatic issues and you ain't taking out blame on other people who don't got nothing to do with your traumatic issues. Relationships, friendships, work, opportunities. You understand? Because you know how they be like, um, leave your at-home problems at home. Don't bring your at-home problems to work. 
and leave your at work problems at work and don't bring them at home. Because when you go to doing that, you bring in more conflict to to places that that conflict shouldn't even necessarily be. That type of conflict or discord shouldn't be because you brought it. You brought it. You couldn't leave it. You couldn't You couldn't get rid of it or have rulership over your soul. You had to grab hold to it and bring it to another place. And let it, and now that negative negativity is growing in a whole another place that you got to go. So now you can't leave home. You know how some people go to work to get away from problems that's at home? Now you brought your at-home problems to your work. So you can't even get away. You don't got no peaceful getaway. So deal with your problems where your problems started at. Don't bring them to other places. If you know your problems is with... Your siblings and your parents, leave them there. Don't bring them to the relationship with your spouse and blaming your spouse for stuff that everybody else in your family did to you. And you feel like you're going to take it out on your spouse. But you couldn't stand up to none of the people in your family. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, just be careful and be mindful how you coming off and what you holding on to so you don't explode. Until next time. I pray, Father God, bless you with peace in your heart. And I pray that, Father God, would bless you with wisdom, clarity, and understanding on how to gain rulership over your soul and not be provoked or triggered by words or actions of other individuals. In Jesus' name, until next time, I love you guys.